Hi everyone, my name is Maddie and I own a DIY studio for content creators in Brisbane, Australia. I love content creation, but it can be a stressful thing when you don't have the right equipment, privacy or space. Harness Creation was built on the belief that anyone should have access to those things. And this podcast helps break down things even further by giving you the information you need to go forth, make magic and be happy. You can follow the business at Harness Creation on TikTok, Insta and Facebook. Make sure you leave a review for this podcast, subscribe and give it five stars so we can share all the content creation joy. So today we have an extremely exciting topic. We are going to be talking about how to start a podcast. Um, now, recently I was a guest on a podcast called Mess to Success, hosted by the amazing Jordan K Creative. Um, and one of the questions that Jordan asked, Nick and I, Nick, who is my co-host for What the Fuck is Happening, that, uh, that podcast, um, was what tip do you have for somebody who wants to start a podcast? It's a question that I get a lot. Um, how do I start? Where do I start? Is it expensive? Is it difficult to edit? Um, and it can, it, you know, the internet, while extremely helpful, is uh, can sometimes be overwhelming with the amount of information that it has. Um, my answer is always the same, but no one ever believes me. And the answer is that it is extremely easy to start a podcast. So today we're just going to go over basically the proof on just how easy it is. So firstly, we're going to be talking about the two main broad types of podcasts that there is, in my opinion at least. And that is podcasts that are planned and podcasts that are unplanned. As somebody who has a podcast in either category, I feel like I am the authority on this topic. (laughs) Um, So whether you fall into the planned or unplanned category is more than likely dependent on what your podcast is actually going to be about. If you're here listening to this, reading the accompanying blog blog post, you probably already have a bit of an idea on what you want to talk about. My advice, cliche as it is, is make your topic something that you're passionate about. Podcasting can be a lot of work um, and it is almost always a lot of time, I suppose is what I actually mean by a lot of work. So if you're not genuinely enthusiastic about your topic, you're likely to run out of the will to podcast before you make any real headway with your audience. Now, using my own podcasts as an example, here is the very simple difference between a planned and an unplanned podcast. So an unplanned podcast is one where while the hosts or host or hosts go in knowing what they're going to talk about that day, the podcast is unscripted and largely happening on the fly. There's probably no outline and likely no research done. Um, What the Fuck is Happening is an unplanned podcast. Nick and I do take note of pop culture news and events that happen during the week. Um, But this is literally just on our phones. This is why it falls into an unplanned category. It's it's just on our phone. And a recent example of a note that I took is literally just the words rust set. Now, that probably means nothing to you, but I knew exactly what it meant. So that that was all I needed, rust set. Um, then we sit down to record and we we discuss our opinions on those things. Um, often the other person doesn't know what we're bringing in. So again, this is why it falls into an unplanned category. I usually am not the person who brings notes in. So I'm always surprised at what the topics are going to be. Um, again, for an example, the above rust note set 
prompted a 10-minute discussion on the dangers of filming on location and how film crew members are taken care of on set. Because the both of us have pre-existing knowledge of pop culture, we always have something to say. If the topic is complex, the person who brings the topic will also always be able to explain it to some degree. Um, If we don't feel like we can do a topic justice or if we don't feel like we are... Uh, you know, when our authorities on a topic or it, perhaps it's not even our place to talk about it, then we simply just don't talk about it, even if it is pop culture. So again, this is why it all falls into the unplanned category. Now, a planned podcast is one where the host or hosts have either got a set script or a more detailed notes and or something that has to be researched. Um, this doesn't mean you don't know what you're talking about. For example, I have a degree in international relations I know the theory. I know what I'm talking about. I could easily pick any topic any week um, on what to discuss. For example, this week I would probably talk about uh, (laughs) um, in Australia, um, Novak Djokovic is being uh, deported kind of. I I don't really – that's a vague word there. But he's he's being um, expedited out of the country because he's unvaccinated. So I would discuss, and Serbia have kind of come back and have been a little upset about that. So that's that's what I would discuss because that's weird and interesting. Um, however, I would have to read up on that topic, you know, I, to make sure that I'm being appropriately detailed and informative. So Hannah's Creation, the podcast, what you're currently listening to, is a planned podcast. I have one single topic for an episode. And I plan what I'm going to say. Usually I write out the blog post first because then it's already organized in a concise way. I am actually literally reading this almost word for word from said blog post. So this is an extremely planned podcast. Um, With the knowledge I have on any topic, I can plan something out pretty much down to the last word as I have done. Um, Most people who fall in this category won't write a full word for word script like what I have here. But I have a tendency to babble, which is why I do this. Um, I don't usually have to do research on a topic, but that's not always the case. Um, And if you do have to do research, it doesn't mean you are, you know, you know less about this topic than somebody else. Um, So most type of podcasts... Most types of podcasts are going to fall into the planned category unless you're an expert in your topic and you can make your podcast structured and concise on the fly, which let's be real, most of us cannot. Um, Then in order for your podcast to be informative and, um, and easy to listen to, it will probably be planned. So now we're going to get into how you actually make your first episode. So your first episode is going to be the hardest. It's where there's the most to consider, where you have to make the most decisions. um, And when you're the most unsure about what you're doing, let's be real. But now you have your topic. You know whether you need to plan your episode. And if you do need to, then maybe you've already done so. So where do you go next? You will need equipment, you need something to edit with, and you need somewhere to upload. So let's break that down even further. Equipment. Now, I'm the type of person that likes to try before I buy, particularly when it comes to hobbies. I'm too much of a gutless flip flopper to properly invest in a hobby, in a hobby, um, particularly before I know whether I like it and how quickly I can become proficient in it. I don't like things that I'm not good at first try. <laughs> um, so there are two ways to get around this. 
which is one, you can come to a small studio like Harness Creation for an hour or two session and record your first episode. Um, if you find a studio that's reasonably priced, again, like Harness Creation, um, it's a no-brainer to go there, really. You're, it's um, Using this studio as an example, it's $35 for one hour. That is nothing. You will not even be able to buy cheap equipment for that much money. So it just makes sense to be able to come, experience a real studio environment, have the best of the best, and see whether you like it. Um, a handy tip, unless you have absolutely no skill on a computer, you do not need an editor and you do not need a producer. You should be able to just go in and do it yourself, which in most cases will give you a cheaper hourly rate at a studio. Um, later on, if you're getting more serious about podcasting, if it's for your business, you become a professional podcaster you don't feel confident at editing, you don't have the time to worry about it anymore, um, and you have the money for it, then you can consider bringing in an editor and or producer. It will probably make your life easier, but for now, when we're just talking about this as a hobby, it's just not necessary. They might try and talk you into it, but listen to me, listen to my voice. You don't need it. So number two, the second option um, for getting around the whole, uh, not sure whether you like this as a hobby, buy cheap equipment to test. So if the podcast studios around you are really expensive or you don't have any, which is very likely in a small town, even basically anywhere outside of the capital cities, let's be real. Uh, well, in Australia, at least if you're listening from overseas, then I don't know what your situation is. Um, <laughs> but if the podcast studio around you are expensive, you don't have any, it's the way to go. Buy cheap equipment. You can get it shipped to your door. The biggest drawback here is that if you do end up liking podcasting, if you decide that you want to be serious about it, um, the best way to do that is to have great equipment, which likely means better than what you originally bought. Um, of course, at this point, you can simply find that studio close to you and go there, or you can invest in the good stuff. That does mean that you've then doubled up on equipment. And again, personally, that doesn't, I don't like that, but that's just me. That's my own personal preference. So the equipment here, just as an example, at Harness Creation is pretty much as good as it gets. Altogether, it's worth up to about $2,000. I have four settings though, um, four like inputs, four microphones. You don't need to go that far. Something like a Yeti mic will probably do. Um, but there really is a difference between a $10 setup and a $100 setup and a $2,000 setup. Um, and for a medium that is purely audio, I would recommend that you aim to invest in the best that you can get. If people... It's the same for like even YouTube videos, for example. People will forgive the visual medium, funnily enough, but they will not forgive if you have bad audio. It's just, it's, it's just what it is. I don't know. People just don't like listening to it. Um, don't take that the wrong way though. While I definitely recommend getting the best that you can buy, if money is a significant hurdle, then just do whatever you need to do. Honestly, if you just need a $10 Kmart USB mic, I don't know if you can buy $10 ones, but if you can, um, and then that's what it is. Podcasting on that is better than not podcasting at all. And if this is something that you really enjoy, just do it. Just go for it. Um, okay, so next thing, editing. So now you've recorded and it's time to edit. 
If you've used a USB mic, like, for example, the Yeti one that I just mentioned before, or even that $10 one from Kmart, um, then you will have to record, when you plug it into your computer, you will have to likely record straight into an app like Audacity or GarageBand. If you've gone to a studio or you've bought equipment that needs a mixer, um, then you will likely have a file that is an MP3. There are other types of files, but then we're just getting into a really complicated territory, which is not what we need. So it'll it'll be an MP3 file. Now, again, we're kind of getting a little bit complicated here, but I think it's important to note um, your recording will either be one single file where all the inputs and microphones are all on the same track. So let's just say there was a second person here with me. We're both talking. Our microphones are plugged in to separate inputs in the roadcaster that I have here. Um, but when I get my final recording, all voices are just on the one file. The other option is to have different tracks. So all of the inputs slash microphones are separate, which basically means, again, if I had a guest sitting here, I would then have two files for the two microphones. And then I would have to manually line up the audio, um, recordings to be well, they wouldn't, they don't end up actually, well, I was going to say they don't end up together, but they do technically end up together once you're finished recording. But you, you basically kind of end up with two files on top of one another and you can edit them each separately. The real benefit of having separate tracks is that you can um, edit all the inputs separately, which is really helpful if you have one host who is really loud like me and another host who is really quiet. Um, again, I can talk about this more in depth another time if you need, but that's the basics. And for now, I really do think you only need a single track again, unless there is a very significant difference, um, in the levels of your host's talking voice. If you even have two hosts, um, one track is totally fine. Either way, you now have your files. The most important thing is this, and please, again, listen to me when I say this, you do not need to invest in editing software. You just do not. Um, There are two free options, which are fucking fantastic. I use them um, and is what I would and am recommending to anybody who podcasts. Firstly, Audacity, which, again, one of the options that you can record directly into if you have a USB. It's a free recording app you can download from the internet. It's pretty common to be using for music producing, but you can use it for podcasting. Why not? Um, Again, or GarageBand. Again, very common to be used for music. Oh, Nigel, what are you doing? I have my puppy in here. Nigel, bear, do you want to cuddle? Uh, Yeah, GarageBand. This is a standard Apple app, so you can only get it if you have a Mac of some kind. Again, it's free. Both of these will do fine. I promise you, you can change the levels of the audio. You can cut long silences out. You can move audio around if you need to. You can easily add your standard intro and outro at the beginning and end. All you need to know, all you really need to learn how to do is splice the track, which is all the effort it takes to press a button on your keyboard. It's a different button depending on what app you're using, but literally just Google, how do I cut my audio track in GarageBand? And it will tell you. It's so easy. Um, then once you've done that, you export your edited file and ta-da, that's it. You're done. Um, another handy tip on this point, try not to edit 
too much. It's a really big time suck. No one really cares if you stumble over a... Oh, I'm almost out of battery in my camera. That's fine. No one really cares if you stumble over a word. You do not need to do multiple takes. If it makes you feel more comfortable, then by all means, go for it. Um, But it's just not necessary and certainly not the be-all, end-all. It will be time-consuming enough just to get rid of the long silences because you will have to listen through the whole episode typically just to make sure. Um, And I do recommend doing that. Um, So on top of that, you just don't need to add anything else to your pile on top of that. So now we're going to talk uploading. When you have your final edited and exported MP3 file, it will be time to finally upload. Of course, yet again, there are many choices on how to do it. My recommendations are this. If you need a free host, use Anchor. If you have the money to spare, then use Acast. But trust me, Anchor is perfectly adequate. You just do not need to use Acast, even if you do have the money. Acast does have a free subscription, which you can use if you'd like. I use Anchor mostly because it's what I'm familiar with. I think the key things that kind of set them apart is that A, Anchor is run and owned by Spotify. So that is obviously um, their preferred medium and it's the one that's easiest to link to. And the other thing about Acast is that it's, it's. I think Anchor might have just introduced this actually, but the, uh, the biggest thing about Acast was that it, that was how you monetized your podcast, really. Um. I use Anchor mostly because it's what I'm familiar with. It's, it's, oh my God, I genuinely can't even express just how easy it is to use. Now, if you have a producer or if you are part of a network, they will likely have a preferred host. It might even be a requirement. Um, for example, Nick and I, with what the fuck is happening, we are part of a network and it is a requirement to use Acast, but with uh, as as one of the things as part of the network is that we get a free subscription to it. Nigel Bear, come here, Baba. Okay, all right. We have Nigel directly underneath us now. So if we hear a doggy crying, there's Mr. Nigel. If your producer or network does have a requirement, don't shy away from it, whatever. They'll know what specs works best for them, what will work best for you, and ultimately it's extremely easy to switch over. They'll probably do it for you. Um. Now, uploading is extremely easy. As I said, they will give you all the instructions when you sign up. You pretty much just put in your podcast name, you upload the file, you fill out your episode info, and away you go. That's that's it. Anchor, as I said before, is owned by Spotify, so your episodes automatically will upload there. Um, you can easily add any podcast li- listening app so that your S- oh my god, so that your future episodes <laughs> will automatically upload in those locations every time. I would definitely recommend adding. Apple Podcasts at the very least. You okay, Bubba? The how-to is just one Google away, though I can, again, detail it more clearly another time. The only other thing that you will need to upload your first episode is cover art for your podcast, which you can design for free on something like Canva. Um, And so that's it. Your first episode is live, perhaps in a matter of hours. So, final thoughts and how to jump over that hurdle of doing it. So, now we're clear on the technicalities of it all. You know your topic. You probably have an idea of what equipment you're going to use, but you're just not feeling confident. You're not sure that podcasting is for you. Well, my question to you is this. How are you ever going to know without doing it? 
When Nick and I were asked for tips on starting a podcast by Jordan, Nick said something he found really useful was reading through other people's experiences online. See what software they use for editing, how they uploaded, what equipment they got. Um, And he's right. Having that reassurance is really useful. And ultimately, it's extremely necessary because if you don't do the research, how are you going to know what to use? Um, Really, you wouldn't be here reading this blog if it weren't. Wow, I can't believe I just read that verbatim and didn't um, apply it to the podcast. Really wouldn't be here listening to this podcast or reading this blog if it weren't. (laughs) Um, But ultimately, at some point, you need to stop researching and just do it. Honestly, you don't even need to use the episode that you first record. Put together something shoddy. Half-ass your plan. Just get into a studio, buy a $10 microphone and do it. Being in front of that mic will give you a better indication on whether you like it than research ever will. You have to take that first step. It will probably be more fun than you think it will. So, did I convince you? Do you believe me now that podcasting is easy? It doesn't even have to be expensive, really. You don't need to pay to host it. You certainly don't need to pay for the information that you're sharing because you already have that. All you really need to invest in is the equipment. And again, finding a local studio like Harness Creation is a really good way to start. So if you have any questions, you can feel free to leave a comment below. You can send me an email at maddie at harnesscreation.com.au or you can send me a DM on Instagram at harnesscreation. I just want to wish you all good luck on your podcasting journey. It's I it's so much fun. I would probably as a final little handy tip, a little gem that I don't have written down, but I'm going to share with you anyway. Maybe find a host and I a co-host, I should say, sorry, and I and I only mention that because it's much easier to get into the studio every week or every fortnight or every month when you're having fun doing it and you're more likely to have fun doing it with a co-host, with a friend. Um, you also probably will not need to plan anywhere near as much. <laughs> All right, everyone, until next time. You have just been listening to Harness Creation, the podcast. Thank you so much for spending your time with me and I hope that you've learned something valuable. Again, you can leave a review for this podcast. You can subscribe and give it five stars. Doing that will allow me to continue to share all of the content creation joy with everybody. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you have a lovely week. Bye.
You have just been listening to Harness Creation, the podcast. Thank you so much for spending your time with me, and I hope that you've learned something valuable. Again, you can leave a review for this podcast. You can subscribe and give it five stars. Doing that will allow me to continue to share all of the content creation joy with everybody. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you have a lovely week. Bye.